0: If you want to learn how to win grants for your business or nonprofit, break out your notebook and pens, tablets, or whatever you take notes on and sit in a quiet place and listen. Oh, and you can write a review and thank me later. <laughs> this is Michelle McKenzie, and welcome to the WTF Podcast, where we demystify entrepreneurship and the fog around funding. My next guest is known as the Grant Lady. Danita C. Dolman has over 20 years of business experience and grants consulting, recognizing the struggle that business owners face when it comes to applying for grants. She created Grants for Biz to make that part of life simpler. Let's face it, running a small business isn't easy. Throughout her career, she's helped many nonprofit organizations, commercial organizations, and small business owners connect with grant opportunities. In this episode, you'll learn the first five steps to getting grant money for your business or organization, the different types of grants that exist, the three most important things business owners should know about grants, the five most important things nonprofits should know about grants, the most common misconceptions grant seekers have about grants, and the five most important things grant seekers need to do successfully to win grants. Danita. Yes. What are grants and where do we find them?
1: I like to say grants are a gift because a lot of times people say, well, do I have to pay it back? No, grants are a gift, but you have to adhere to the guidelines. And so grants are a way that you can get new equipment. You can do your programming. You can improve your business process, customer experience. That's what a grant is. And you find them Mm, they're a little bit of everywhere. And sometimes you may have to dig a little bit to get them.
0: I guess that's the problem you're solving with Grants for Biz, correct? Mm,
1: Yes. Yes, that is definitely the problem that I'm solving with Grants for Biz. I've been doing this grant writing for so many years and clients would say, well, I want a grant for this. I want a grant for that. And so I had my VIP clients and I would say, hey, this is coming out. You should apply for this. And then as COVID, as everybody was pivoting for different business strategies, I said, no longer am I going to give this information away for free. You have to subscribe to it so that you will get notifications based on your industry. What grants are available that you could potentially apply for?
0: How many subscribers are there now to Grants for Biz? And what should anyone who's seeking grants, whether it's a business grant or a nonprofit grant, know about Grants for Biz and how to subscribe?
1: We're in the pre-launch stage. So I don't know how many people have signed up for the information. So we should be launching in the next couple of weeks. But I've done over 200 successful grant applications for clients. And so grantsforbiz.com is grants specifically for small businesses. So that's where they would go to, depending on their subscription level, depends on which kind of grant notifications that they will receive.
0: I have a bit of a background in grant making. I worked for a grant making organization for a number of years. And while grants are equity free, they're not effort or time free. (laughs) They are very time-consuming. You have to understand that if you are pursuing grants, there is a time and effort investment. And not just pre-grant, but also post-grant in terms of, as you mentioned, adhering to the rules and regulations about how those grant funds can be used and maybe having to provide some levels of reporting and, and monitoring and evaluation depending on the type of grant. So that's just something for grant seekers to know upfront. Now, what are the different types of grants that exist? I know specifically grants for business or business grants, and maybe we should just focus on that part. Now, what are the three most important things business owners should know about grants? I said one of them that they're time consuming.
1: Yes, they're definitely time consuming. One of the things that businesses need to know is, am I eligible for this particular grant opportunity? because it grant is like the new hot thing. It's the trend. Oh, I can get a grant for it. And I say, well, where exactly is that grant that you're going to get for it? And are you qualified? The heavy lifting the paperwork, as you said, determining the eligibility criteria, and depending on the grant opportunity, you may have questions that you have to answer. And you have to answer them specifically as they ask them, because you have to convince the reviewer that you are capable, you are a good candidate to receive the grant opportunity.
0: I always advise people applying for grants, make sure that you read all of the
1: requirements. Oh my gosh, yes. Pay
0: attention because sometimes the thing that knocks you out the running from the very beginning is that you did not pay attention and you did not abide by the application rules. Do not waste your time applying for a grant you are not eligible for. They're not going to make a special exception just for you. Don't do it.
1: And another tip is if the grant is due by X day at 5 o'clock p.m., don't start at 2 o'clock trying to submit information into the system. I have seen firsthand systems crashing on the day that the grant is due, I never submit a grant on the day that it's due because I have seen it firsthand and I have lived it. We can't get the package in three to seven days beforehand. Count me out. I agree on that one. I say being timely is being early. Yes.
0: I often advise people to put in your application
1: early. Yes, absolutely.
0: Put it in early. And also, when you do it early, you have an opportunity to review it again. And if you catch something you didn't right. see, you can correct and resubmit before the deadline.
1: Yes, we have a quality control process where we have a team that puts the information in. Then I'm responsible for the story. And then they, I look behind their work, they look behind my work, and then we do one more check. So we go about three or four rounds before we hit that submit button.
0: If you're a nonprofit, Donita, is the process the same as if you are applying for a business grant? What are the similarities and differences?
1: Some of the similarities are you have to determine if you're eligible for that particular grant opportunity. You have to do that. Your story, that's similar, but what may be a little bit different And the nonprofit world is your past performance, your past experience, your past programs. What have you done lately that you can lean on and say, these are my measurable outcomes that we have done for these particular programs that we are creating, similar to what we're submitting for now. So that will be one of the major differences.
0: What are some of the common misconceptions that grant seekers may have about grants?
1: They're eligible for everything. That's one misconception. One misconception is they're misguided in terms of the paperwork and the reporting. Now you get a grant, which is a gift, but as you mentioned earlier, there's that level of reporting, because particularly if it's a government grant, they want to know how that money is spent. When you submit that grant application and you submit a budget and you're going to do X, Y, and Z for that grant, then they expect you to do X, Y, and Z and to back it up with documentation and reporting and maybe receipts, cancel checks. So getting the grant, it may be easy in some regards, but that reporting, that's another animal. And so people, they're not clear on that part. And what are just, some
0: other yeah, misconceptions that there might be, especially if it's with government, because that has a higher bar? What yes. are some
1: other misconceptions? I think the biggest thing really is the reporting. That in itself is a job in itself. Those granting organizations, they have people that are that's their job just to administer the grant and administer the reporting and so forth. So you have to read the solicitation front to back, back to front everything. Know what the reporting requirements are. Know that you have to keep, sometimes if it's a government grant, you have to keep your reports for three to five years. Hey, you just can't spend the money like you want to. It's just not like an open checkbook. If you told the granting organization that you're going to buy five computers, then don't buy seven or three. You got to buy five. (laughs) Yes. And
0: government grants can be audited. Yes. Yes. So they can do an audit to make sure that what you said you are going to spend the money on is what you actually spent the money on. And some grants can be terminated because with some grants, you don't get all of those funds up front. So you don't have no. all of in your possession. And if you're not abiding by the rules of the grant, then they can terminate that grant and you won't get the rest of the money.
1: And Or they may say, by the way, give them some money back.
0: Yeah, that can happen too. So talk a little bit more about that one because I feel very confident that a lot of people might not know this about grant. Yes, it's a gift, but it's a gift that can be revoked.
1: Yes, yes. And I was working with a client most recently and they we submitted we were hired just to do the reporting for the grant. And so we submitted all the report and then the granting office said, Well, It looks like you have about $20,000 left that you have not spent. So I said, hey, let's get some more information, some more receipts. Let's reconcile everything to make sure that, in fact, you did spend all the money because you don't want to pay it back. So I helped them put together their package. We looked at it two or three times and submitted. And then the granting organization said, hey, Thank you for this. You're at a zero balance. Make sure you close out because there's a closeout report Just to tell them again how you spent the money. So it's, you're telling them that things sometimes more than one time, but it's better than that than having to be in bad graces with that particular organization for not spending the money properly or, or adhering to the guidelines.
0: Yeah, and if you have too much cash on hand at the end of a grant during the closeout, you might have to give that back because they're like clearly you didn't need this money because you didn't spend it. Right. So you right. don't want to spend the money in a way that you're not supposed to, but you also want to spend the money that you got.
1: What's right, going on? right, yeah, right. So you have to make sure you have those measurable outcomes that you're met, you're meeting your timeline because you've told the, the granting organization this is. How I'm going to spend the money. This is the way that I'm going to spend it, and this is a time frame that I'm going to spend it. So, do what you say you're going to do. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I'm speaking with Danita Dolman, often referred to as the Grant Lady, and the founder of Grant for Biz, a small business grant matchmaking platform. Danita, what are some things that successful grant seekers do that unsuccessful grant seekers don't?
1: Successful grant seekers read the solicitation or they hire a professional to read the solicitation for them and to make sure that they are, in fact, eligible for that particular opportunity. They have their budget. And one of the key things, you can't just say, I want to buy five computers I want to buy five computers so that we can do X, Y, and Z, and those computers cost X amount of dollars. And so that budget narrative needs to be very descriptive to let them know what you're spending the money on. So successful grant applications have very descriptive information, very descriptive budget narratives, very descriptive outcomes, and a plan. And unsuccessful grant applications. I'm going to buy some equipment, 5,000. I'm going to buy some supplies, 3,000. There's no no end game. There's no beginning game, no middle game. There's short one answers. You have to be very descriptive. And they give you that that word count for a reason so that you can describe what it is that you're trying to do and answer that question exactly how they asked it. So that would be the differences reading versus non-reading, being very descriptive versus not, following the guidelines versus not, submitting the grant application before it's due versus not. So those are some good and bad. Now, when it comes to putting the grant application
0: proposal together, what are some ways in which you should be writing it or telling your story that could be more impactful than not? because I know that storytelling is important for some of these grants. How should you be telling that story? Hey, it's a limited amount of money and there are lots of applicants. How do you stand out? Well,
1: depending on what the questions are. Sometimes they will ask to give you a background of who you are and what you're doing. And they may ask a question I've seen a lot lately is like, how are you impacting the community? What does the community think about what you're doing and why you're here? I'm telling clients now, it's not about taking, it's about giving now. So let's figure out what our giving story is. And that's a way that you can stand out from the crowd. Just being that partner in the community.
0: Yes, that's definitely an important point for social impact grants. If it's a business grant, Is that as important or are they more interested in your ability to generate additional revenues with the input of the grant amount? What are the metrics that they're looking for for business grants?
1: It depends. I have seen a lot of impact statements for business grants. A lot of times they want to know, what is your hiring plan? How are you going to contribute to the economic base in your community? what sort of jobs that you're going to create and depending on some other grants what how are you going to change the customer experience and what is your revenue projection and how are you going to sustain yourself past the grant
0: that's an important piece how will you sustain yourself post grant what are some good response i know it depends on the type of business and but If you were to advise grant seekers who are seeking business grants and they get posed that question, how should they approach it?
1: I would say hopefully what I've advised people is with this grant, if I'm a brick and mortar, then maybe with this grant, I can develop a marketing strategy. Maybe I can improve my online strategy my e-commerce. And so with that kind of new business model, that can help me assist in sustaining my business. And using these grant funds will help me do that. And so now I can do X, Y, and Z when I was just doing X. So that's part of your sustainability model post the grant.
0: That's great advice because... It requires having clear vision of where you're trying to go and being able to articulate that. So having that sustainability plan is really important for being compelling versus another applicant who might not be able to articulate
1: that as well. Exactly, exactly.
0: What are some other recommendations, tips, or guidelines that you would provide to grant seekers, specifically entrepreneurs seeking business grants?
1: I would look for grants that can help me with expand my business model. I would maybe segment it that, okay, I want this for marketing, maybe this for equipment, maybe this can help me with increasing my workforce. So looking for different types of grants that will hit different parts of my business. I will make sure that I have that kind of community impact. I'll make sure my budget is intact. And then any kind of promotion or just maybe improve your visibility so that as they're looking for, sometimes in grant applications, they ask for your socials so they can look in there and see like, okay, we're active, we're working, we're doing, we're improving. This is what customers are saying about us. So that kind of visibility and PR would help, I think. That's an important point you
0: make about grant-making organizations looking into the social or online presence of organizations. So that being said, any advice for how to advise businesses of how they show up on socials, to make sure that their social presence is more compelling for winning a grant. When they're looking at businesses' socials, what are they looking for?
1: They would be looking for what sort of engagements they have with their customers. Like how are their customers are engaging with them? What are the products and services that they are promoting that testimonial piece that just supporting what that business is doing. Those are just like positive things that will stand out as the reviewers are looking to see what's what and who's who.
0: Before we go, anything else you want to say about Grants for Biz and about when that'll be ready and let the listeners know where they can find and follow you on socials?
1: Sure. So Grants for Biz... We are in the final days of testing and it's really exciting. We can't wait to add all of the opportunities that we see all over the place every day. So grantsforbiz.com will be there. And it's really cool because once you create your profile, you'll get notifications based on potential opportunities. So you don't have to sift through because as a small business owner, you don't have time to do the work that we do, you're trying to run your business. And so why not get that notification that says, hey, there's five new opportunities that you may be eligible. Go check them out. And depending on your subscription level will depend on which ones that you get. And then you can hire us or you can do it yourself. But we just want to provide that information so that you can spend time running your business. And to follow me is Seas Partners, S-E-A-S Partners. That is the consulting arm that manages Grants for Biz, and these partners, we're on Facebook. Personally, me on Twitter, Danita Dolman on Twitter. I tweet about all kinds of good stuff, and including grants, and you can find us on LinkedIn.
0: All right. If you search, you will find. <laughs> That's the philosophy with grants too, right? Yes. If you search, exactly. you will find, but do you have the time to search? And if you don't, then go check out Grants for Biz. Yes. Please check us out. All right, Danita, thank you so much for stopping by. And to my listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you like it, make sure you rate and review, share it with a few friends because why keep good content to yourself? Make sure that you are also following the podcast and all major podcast platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe there or at our new home on the Alive Podcast Network. If you want to sponsor the podcast, Email me at where's the funding at gmail.com. You can follow me, your host, Michelle J. McKenzie on LinkedIn and also the show on its show page on LinkedIn, at where's the funding and on Instagram at where's the funding underscore podcast new episode stream on Fridays. Danita, thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.